You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Money Pit is presented by Lutron and Home Advisor. Now, here's Tom Kreitler. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler, and today is a very exciting show for us because we are coming to you from Jamestown, Rhode Island. This is the site of the latest project for the 40th season of this old house. And today is the final day of production. We're right here, actually, in the garage attic. It's a lot nicer than that sounds, <laughs> surrounded by the cameras and the sawdust to bring you the story of a very cool home just completed by the spectacular team at this old house. Now, if you're not familiar with this area, it's a very unique place with a lot of history. Jamestown, Rhode Island, is a coastal town that sits just across the Narragansett Bay from Newport, which is home to many, many famous mansions. But if you didn't happen to be named Vanderbilt or Astor or Duke, you may have decided to build a more modest cottage right here in Jamestown. And many of these houses date from the late 1800s and early 1900s when summer visitors built them to enjoy the ocean breezes and the sandy beaches. But today, many of those dwellings remain uninsulated. And since they were originally built just for the summer season, there was really no need for insulation back then. And that's what brings us to this old house, which was rebuilt to increase energy efficiency, but keep the old charm. Now, to kick things off, I'm joined by this old house Richard plumbing Trithui. and heating contractor, Richard Trithui. Welcome, Richard. Thanks so much. So, Richard, when we say that the goal was to make this home energy efficient, we're talking like insanely energy efficient here because the plan was to make this a net zero house. So, right. for those that are not familiar with net zero, just kind of explain that. There's a bunch of components to it. One is to make it insulated really well, to make it incredibly tight. And so we did that with our 30 walls and our 40 ceilings, and and we made it tight, tight, tight. And then on top of it, we we did another thing called aero barrier to make sure that we, we controlled infiltration unbelievably. I'll get back to that in a minute. Right. So you got to make the place really tight. Then you got to be able to make some electricity. So we put 18 solar panels on this brilliantly designed garage, which just is behind the building away so nobody sees it. It's the perfect angle. So it becomes this terrific collector for us. And so we could make about five kilowatts of electricity so we can make electricity. We're super tight. We can make electricity. And the last piece is to have a really efficient heating and cooling and ventilation system, which we, we did uh, and then some, and I'll tell you that in just a second. So the combination of those three pieces is that when the sun is out, right, we make electricity and we spin the meter backwards back to the utility. And then when it's not out at night or on cloudy days, 
we use electricity as we need to for heating, cooling, and running the building. So you're banking that electricity as you make Absolutely. it, and then you're taking it back. Yeah. And the idea when you say net zero is it's basically that. You're, you're that, not going to take any more back than you already put in. On the January 1 of the next year, we right. hope that we'll be back at zero point on the meter. So, you know, it's, it's some years you do it, some years you don't, but right. you're always fighting to try and be net zero. I used to think net zero was that it didn't use any energy. No, no, it's not that. <laughs> right. It's just that we design it in balance so that... We spin it backwards as much as we spin it forwards to. So detail on a project like this is critical. There's really nothing that that uh, doesn't have a lot of attention paid to it. And let's yeah. talk about that heating and cooling system. Yeah. You were telling me earlier that this is such a sophisticated system. You could actually heat and cool at the right. same time right. to get the perfect temperature in the house. Right. So all your listeners know that you know the the. The world's gone crazy with these really super efficient heat pumps. You know, you, right. you know the names Mitsubishi, LG, Hitachi, Sanyo, Panasonic. And they are reached the point now that they are they're so efficient that they get you enough heat, even when it's zero degrees outside, to heat a building in a zero degree New England winter. But you always had to either decide that you were going to be in heating mode or cooling mode. The whole system had to be either heating or cooling. Right. Well, this, what we introduced here for the first time in a residential application, we've been able to do it in commercial before, is a thing called heat recovery. And heat recovery is different. It has a big magic box outside, and it has three refrigerant lines that go inside to the building to these distribution boxes. And then once we're inside, we can have up to 12 different air handlers or different delivery methods to the building. But the key is that we can simultaneously heat and cool a building for the first time ever. Wow. That's the first time ever. In residential. Wow. Absolutely. It That's was always amazing. in commercial, you could always do it. Right. So now that means the sun could be coming in on the south side on a fall day and you need to cool that top floor sunny side bedroom. Well, when you do that, you're going to gather some of that sun's heat into the refrigerant. And then normally you just would send that down to outside to be wasted. Well, what we can do here is we can say, no, we can, we, we can use this energy to good effect and we can heat the north side rooms. Well, the final piece of this that makes this thing such a breakthrough, in my opinion, is we got one additional heat exchanger off of this system. Right. And that heat exchanger has refrigerant into it and we can use that wasted heat, that heat that we would have dumped outside to also heat the water for faucets. Oh man! <laughs> so this is now well, all in one. What everybody's dreamt yeah, about. Exactly. I think everybody has dreamt about this for a long time. So we're we're incredibly excited. We we love being on the front end. Of you're gonna be show. you're gonna be watching this project for yeah. a while. Yeah, now. Just yeah. kind of see yeah. how it all so, it all rolls out. Yeah. Um, before I let you go, I want to ask you one more thing. Now, obviously, this building has to be very tight, and you used a technique here. I think it's called aero sealing to yeah. test for infiltration. Yeah. That sounds really fascinating. Let's right. talk about that just right. for a bit. So AeroSeal was the stuff that I think seals the uh, uh, ductwork. But right. the same company came out with the next generation of a thing called Aero Barrier. And this is a way that a, a house under construction or an existing house that right. has incredible infiltration can seal itself up to a level that you, couldn't, you could never have dreamt before. So what they do is they put the building under a little negative pressure. They push... Uh, pull air out, fan, it, right? Pull, yeah, so they're pull, right. putting fans to push push air out through the building against the, the walls. Right. And then they put these little atomizing stations all around. And what happens is that this fine mist that is in the air, if it finds a crack anywhere, at the point it goes near the crack, 
the velocity increases when that those aerosol bar, aerosol beads right. go through, and it coagulates and will seal. It it's like it's per- like a Venturi effect. Oh, it's un- it's right? unbelievable. Yeah. And so we saw this thing. Now this was already a tight building, right. incredibly tight. But we saw this thing go down. I think by eighty wow. percent less. So, uh, and what what I like is that. There are houses that were done on low bid. There were houses that have no vapor barrier. There are houses that you are would be desperate, and with this, you can actually do it in a retrofit. You'd have to, you'd have to cover horizontal surfaces, you know, because right. you know your couches and the floors with plastic. But you could literally retrofit a house, and they have this computer gauge that you watch, and it shows you what the infiltration is, you know, three hundred cfm. So per you minute. can and you can watch it just yeah. go. Literally watch it seal yeah, right up before yeah, your eyes. It's crazy. It's fantastic. I think that's going to be a major breakthrough for, for building the building trades. Well, great work as usual. Really great. exciting Thank project. You. Thanks so much for being a part of the Money Pit. And thanks, I mean, and congratulations on the 40th anniversary of this old house. I started when I was five. <laughs> Richard for three. <laughs> thanks again. Great. Thanks so much. Hey, you'll find this old house and Ask This Old House on your local PBS stations. Plus, for more details and behind-the-scenes photos, visit thisoldhouse.com. You're listening to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Coming to you today from Jamestown, Rhode Island, where we're celebrating the completion of another amazing project by the team at This Old House. It's a home that's achieved net zero status, built to create all the energy it needs to operate. Up next, we're going to be joined by the guy who was tasked with organizing this entire project and making sure it came in on time and on budget. Builder Jeff Sweener will be by. Plus, we'll hear from two of the apprentices that were selected after a nationwide search to work on this project as part of the This Old House Generation Next initiative. Back with more from Jamestown, Rhode Island, after this. You live in a body pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring, we get socked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Whether it's minor repairs or major remodels, leave it to HomeAdvisor to do the work. Check out HomeAdvisor.com. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show, where we make good homes better. I'm Tom Kreitler, coming to you today on location from Jamestown, Rhode Island, the site of the current project on this, the 40th season of America's most popular home improvement television show, This Old House. You can follow the progress online at thisoldhouse.com and catch the latest episodes on your local PBS stations. And if all this talk of home remodeling has you thinking about your next project, 
You can call in your home improvement question now to 1-888-MONEYPIT, presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Well, this project involved both the remodeling of a 100-year-old building and the building of a brand-new addition. Bringing those two together was the job of our next guest, Jeff Sweener. Welcome, Jeff. Thank you. Now, you've done a lot of building in the Narragansett area. I know we have a lot of summer houses here that were probably never intended to be year-round residences. And, and here we are, putting heating systems in them and air conditioning and, and insulation and just trying to make it all work. In this case, you had even a tougher job because you had to make this net zero so that it basically essentially made all the energy that it needed. Now, to do that, you need to rely on a lot of systems, but one of which was the insulation. So talk to me about the insulation that made it possible here. You know, as you said, this was a summer cottage uh, designed, uh, you know, in the 1920s or so, where you had some structural framing members that were only geared to support, you know, the roof load itself. Right. Uh, now, today's standards with the insulation and the energy codes We've got to make room for insulation. Well, they didn't right, think so how do you do that? that? It's not deep enough. So we had to do a combination of insulate from the inside with super high efficient stuff like closed cell uh, spray foam. Right. But then we also had to insulate on the exterior of the building. So we added to the outside mm -hmm. just as much as we added to the inside because we didn't have all the room on the inside. Right. You know, the advantage, too, to adding to the outside is that you create that thermal barrier around the the framing members which are much more conductive and transfer heat loss out so that was a critical part of this project now to the inside the finished side i'd had a chance to walk through the house earlier just amazing carpentry in this job you guys did a really terrific uh work here with all of the detail and the trims and the ceilings and stuff talk about that well, uh, I give credit to uh, the architect, Don Powers, who uh, really just thought about every space in the house mm -hmm. and took advantage of his expertise in the design world and, and really created a, a masterful uh, depiction of, of what a cottage built-in, you know, cozy atmosphere right. would be. And, uh, you know, all we did was follow his lead and, uh, and execute uh, but I, I give credit to him. He, he took advantage of every single corner in the house. Well, it sounds like it was a good partnership and unusual for you to have the architect as the homeowner here, too, and his wife as the designer. Yeah, well, it was it was really a little bit intimidating to start with <laughs> because I'm, um, you know, held to a little bit of a higher standard yeah, here. Yeah, but you but stepped up to it. It really turned out to be a really mutual relationship. You know, we collaborated on a lot of things. Don wasn't uh, so, you know, on the ultimate authority. You know, right. we, we were able to exchange ideas and... Um, they were right down the road, so yeah. it eliminated a third party in the middle. So it really, really did work out well. Right. But as you say, communication really is key. Now, the exterior of this home had a lot of work done in the landscape. You had a landscape architect helping with that, but uh, you had to organize that part of the construction as well. What was the challenge? Well, the challenge was uh, it was a, a short period of time where we had to make a lot of things happen. And we had three different porches, which... Uh, you know, cascaded down into the hardscape. And then we had a really extensive landscape plan. You know, it caught me by a, a little bit by surprise, but when they started bringing the trees and the plants in, I was amazed at how many plantings we ended up having. And then the, the landscape architect, Tom Ryan, did just a wonderful job at segmenting different areas around the yard, which are all 
meaningful and well planned and uh you know it, it it came together we can't wait to see it roll out jeff sweener the builder on this project thanks so much for stopping by the money pit it's my pleasure you can follow along with all the progress here in jamestown online at thisoldhouse.com or on twitter and facebook hashtag toh jamestown well, the team at This Old House didn't get all the work done here themselves. They had help in the form of two apprentices selected after a nationwide search. Mary Smith from Tupelo, Mississippi, and Kevin Baker from right here in Rhode Island. Welcome, Mary and Kevin. Thank you. So this was a pretty interesting opportunity for you guys to kind of step right in here to the uh, This Old House School of Remodeling and, uh, and help out on a really exciting project. How did you get picked, Mary? Let's start with you. I submitted a video online right. and gathered some references, and I showed them some work that I had done on my own house, because um, most of my experience prior to this has been DIY. And Yeah, um, and I see that that was because you bought a house and it needed some work, so you, you figured out how to do it, and that's where you got started, right? Right, right. So um bought a 1960s ranch and learned room by room. That's very cool. And Kevin, you've been in the construction trade here for a little while in Rhode Island. What kind of projects did you do? Uh, mostly renovations, additions Okay, my old company. I love that you describe yourself in your audition tape as the, quote, balance of perfect efficiency and quality. I said, this yeah. guy's got confidence. <laughs> Figured that was a good description. Yeah, it was a good um, description. Did you get that from the Marine Corps? The balance of uh, efficiency and quality? Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was definitely something I probably picked up some good traits in the Marine Corps mm -hmm. to help out with. What kinds of experience did you gather working here on this project? I got thrown into a lot of different projects that I haven't ever touched before, like doing the Western Red Cedar Roof. I've, right. never, I've never weaved a ridge cap before. That was a new experience for me. The whole uh, insulation, layers of insulation mm -hmm. and uh, zip panels for this house were, were something that I had never touched before. So there are a few different uh new experiences. And Mary, you grew up in lumber yards. I understand your father and your grandfather were uh, were in the lumber business? Yeah, so uh, my grandfather and my father were both uh, lumber brokers, so I feel very at home in that environment. When you were working on your own house, um, what kinds of projects were you tackling and did that work translate to some of the stuff that you saw here? Yeah, so we did a bathroom renovation in my own house. Mm -hmm. um, I did a fireplace and built it in my living room and just a lot of those carpentry skills I was able to carry with yeah. me here. And you also had a cake business, I heard. I did. Yeah. I did. So um, you still baking? Yeah, I actually brought some yeah. cookies with me for the crew. <laughs> well, all right. Then that's the way to get to the to the get to the to the crew's heart. That's that's for sure. Yeah. Now, uh, Kevin, I understand that you have an assistant that follows you around, your dog Sophie. I do, yeah. She's uh she's best work site dog. I've ever seen so she uh she's been coming with me more or less after i got done filming um when i stayed with sweeter she's been back at the job site day in and day out now you guys you answered the call for apprentices you know to kind of get on here on the site and and get the experience that these guys had to offer you um there were probably hundreds at least of those tapes that came in what was it like to get the call or the email what was that moment like for you guys why don't you start kevin took a minute for it to sink in <laughs> yeah i uh i actually thought that i didn't get it because the they uh contacted us about a week after when they told us they were going to get oh, us okay. a notification right and then uh 
Sarah called me and told me that we got it, and I was kind of uh, kind of taken back by it. Wow! Yeah, yeah it was a good uh, good experience, and uh, rode that high for a couple months. Yeah. And and Mary, thirty seconds. Uh, what was it like for you? Um, I might have cried a little. <laughs> Surreal. Yeah. Never imagined it, right? Absolutely. Well, well, you're representing a lot of young people that are interested in the building trades, and I know that you've been a great example for those and inspired those that are thinking about getting into this themselves. So thanks for your efforts. I'm really happy with you guys, and now you guys have a degree from uh, this old house university to brag about. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great experience. Thank you. All right. Mary Smith, Kevin Barker, thank you so much for stopping by the Money Pit. Appreciate it. Thank you. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show, broadcasting today from the beautiful coastal community of Jamestown, Rhode Island. And it's where the team at this old house has transformed a 100-year-old summer house into a year-round beauty that defines energy efficiency. And I say that because this is now a net zero house, meaning it creates all the energy it needs to function. If you'd like to explore ways to make your own home more energy efficient, give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT, presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Just ahead, living through a major renovation is a big event for any homeowners, but for the owners of this house, it's been a dream that combined both personal and professional goals. We'll meet homeowners Don and Dana Powers, who are also the architect and designers on their very own house. Back with more from this old house in Jamestown, Rhode Island, after this. You live in a body pit. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. The Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Whether it's minor repairs or major remodels, leave it to HomeAdvisor to do the work. 
check out homeadvisor.com. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler on air and online at moneypit.com and coming to you today from Jamestown, Rhode Island, where we're enjoying the rare pleasure of watching the master craftsmen of this old house finish up another beautiful project. It's a 100-year-old home that's been updated and made so efficient it needs virtually no outside energy sources. Plus, we also want to congratulate this old house because today wraps their 40th season, which is a pretty amazing accomplishment. You'll find this old house and ask this old house on your local PBS stations. Plus, for more details and behind-the-scene photos, visit thisoldhouse.com or follow at this old house on Twitter and Facebook, hashtag TOH Jamestown. And if you've got questions about your own home improvement projects, Call us right now on the Money Pit's listener line at one eight 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 Money Pit, presented by HomeAdvisor.com, the fast and easy way to find the right pro for any kind of home project. Well, completing a major home remodel is a life-changing event for most homeowners, but for Don and Dana Powers, it's an even more special event because they are not only the owners of this newly renovated and now net-zero home, they were not only able to see this home remodeled by the talented crew of this old house, but you are also the architect and designers. Welcome, Don and Dana. Thank you. Thank That's you. a really unusual set of circumstances. How exciting. Not that unusual for us. This is the fourth one we've done. Oh, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we were sort of serial remodelers. Oh, that's right. That's, our marriage, that's but... great. As soon as it gets done, you're ready to start another one, right? Not yeah. this time. We just love this place. We're not we, leaving. We left it all on the field. Yeah. <laughs> so you must be very excited today and, and proud of seeing this completed. It's kind of like uh, maybe watching one of your babies all grown up and, and get married. Yeah. You know, as a as an architect, we've I've done a lot of buildings over 25 years, mm-hmm. and so the some of that magic has worn off in the, my normal practice, but this was kind of returning to why I wanted to be an architect to begin with and to have this much control over it with a with a team that all cared about the detail as much as I did. Right. Was, it's been a really renewing experience. Yeah, and let's talk about this area. This is an area that had a lot of summer homes in it. What was the condition of the building like, Dana, when you guys first bought it? It was a year-round residence, but it was really tired. Yeah. It was just not in great shape. Mm-hmm. Nothing had been done to it in many, many years. And it was kind of awkwardly carved up. And right. And it was dark. And, and, you know, they say, people say, well, they just don't build them like they used to. Well, thank <laughs> God they don't build them like they used yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. this thing, you could put your shoulder into the corner and the whole house would shudder. and. Now, as an architect, I would imagine it's probably easier to build a net zero home from scratch. What was it like to start with a 100-year-old home and have to convert it to become a net zero home? It's possible to do either, but when you're combining the systems and trying to get the mm-hmm. whole thing to work together as one unit, it's a series of different techniques in different parts of the house. So right. for the um, the old part of the house, we had to pack off the walls to make them deeper for more insulation and straighten out the framing and, and add insulation on the exterior right for the new part of the house we could start from scratch and and bury all that insulation into a clean two by six wall wall with insulation on the outside Mm so in general there are just a lot of techniques that you have to marry and then measure the effects of all those if you're really going to engineer the house to be net zero right a lot of it is the mathematical calculation which Mm -hmm. i didn't do i had help to figure out how much energy it's going to consume and how much it needs had you done net zero projects in your practice before yeah my firm is um 
sort of has a minor specialty in sustainable oh. neighborhoods. Oh, that's great. And we have several going up right now uh, where we're building new construction for net zero. But this was the first home that we had mixed the techniques. Together. Yeah. 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 Now, I know you guys worked on some projects. Um, Dane, I want to ask you about the challenges that you had finding efficient lighting. I mean, everything about this house is based on efficiency. Were you able to combine style and decor with finding efficiency in lighting? I feel like we had great selections to choose from. And I think that um, fixtures have gone a really long way. So yeah. I didn't feel any challenges from finding... So no trade-offs? None. Yeah. Almost yeah. all of the good companies are now offering their, their models in, in LED mm-hmm. format, which is obviously a much more efficient format than the old incandescent bulb. Right. So everything in the house is LED of one form or another, or um, otherwise highly efficient energy star mm-hmm. rated. You also worked on the kitchen design, which is you know more than just finding beautiful cabinetry. There's a, there's a lot of design that goes into the layouts of the kitchen and how it joins with uh, other rooms and how it joins with the outside. Um, what was that process like pulling that together? I think that what was really helpful was the you know experience of the other projects that we've done together mm-hmm. and that we've lived in and taking the pieces of projects that we really loved and wanted to recreate in this house. So I feel like it was pretty easy to arrive at the layout that we have now. And I'm just, I'm thrilled. I think it looks great. That's fantastic. It's such a beautiful space. And Don, I understand that you enjoy woodworking and, and you were able to build a sink console from reclaimed lumber. For those that are unfamiliar with that term, what does that mean? These were oak door jams from a barn that was built 150 huh. years ago. Wow. And, and I found those in a shop up in Cambridge and took those down to Jeff's shop. And with Tommy Silva, we milled them clean and straight and true and joined them together and then cut the console out of that. Well, congratulations. It's an amazing project. You two must be thrilled and, and very, very happy today that it's complete. We are. We really are. Don and Dana Powers, thank you so much for being part of the Money Pit. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Well, we're just talking about how important energy-efficient wiring is in a home. And one improvement that can help you do just that is a dimmer. And there's a very new smart dimmer just out from Lutron called the Caseta Wireless Smart Lighting Dimmer Switch Starter Kit. This kit's hardwired for lights, and it gives you smart lighting control in one room. It's easy to use, it's very simple to set up, and it gives you a very smart system that you can expand at your own pace. Lutron gives you everything you need in the box. It includes a smart bridge, a free app, there's an in-wall light dimmer, you get the wall plate, and even a remote control. Caseta by Lutron is nicely designed. It's a smart lighting control that gives you the ability to set your lights to come on at dusk so your family will always come back to a well-lit home. The kit starts at around 100 bucks, and you'll find it at Amazon, Home Depot, Lowe's, Best Buy, or through your electrician, or learn more at casetawireless.com. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show, on air and online at moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler, coming to you today from Jamestown, Rhode Island, the site of the 40th season project for this old house. Up next, you might think that the term factory built wouldn't apply to a home. Well, you'd be wrong. Just ahead, we'll talk to this old house general contractor, Tommy Silva, about the factory-built components of this home, including the foundation, which was actually made over 300 miles away. That's all coming up after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Got your happy price, price line. The Money Pit is presented by Caseta by Lutron Smart Lighting Control. You can set your lights to come on at dusk, so your family always comes back to a well-lit home. Caseta by Lutron. Welcome home. You are listening to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show, coming to you today on location from Jamestown, Rhode Island, the site of the current project on this, the 40th season of America's most popular home improvement show, This Old House. And one of the guys who's been part of the fabric of This Old House for over 25 years is general contractor Tommy Silva. You just keep getting younger, don't you, Tommy? Yeah, yeah. It's so well almost thirty-five years. 30, yeah, wow. Thirty-five, thirty-six years for me. Yeah, man, it's amazing. I yeah. turned him down the first few years. <laughs> well, you played hard to get. I did. Well, maybe that's it. I never thought of it that way. Well, I turned it down because I worked for my dad. We were just too. My dad was. Yeah. He had didn't want any part of the TV yeah. thing anyway. But he yeah. said, "Now we're too busy to do that." <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. That TV stuff. <laughs> So I want to talk with you um, first about the fact that a lot of the construction here was prefabricated. And I think when people think prefab or factory built, they think, well, maybe that's not as good as what you could do by hand. But that's not really the case here. And, and specifically, you, right, specifically, you had two things that you did here that were fascinating to me. The foundation first, you think, oh, you, you can make everything in the house, but you can't make the foundation? Mm-hmm. No. No. You guys actually got a foundation 300 miles away and brought it here. They bring it in on a truck. It's wow. a precast foundation. It's insulated. It's, it has a concrete reinforced, seal reinforced stud in it that's right. insulated, so there's no thermal break in that in that position. And the studs are pre-drilled for the electrician to run his wires through. And it's a fast, efficient way to put a foundation in that's basically waterproof at the same time. Wow. And the building that we're in right now, this is actually the garage attic, probably the nicest garage attic you've ever seen, <laughs> right? But this was factory built as well, this whole this building, is right? Pre, this is a pre-cut building. Wow. You put it together, everything's cut on a on a CNC saw, yep. so you know it's going to fit exactly right. And yep. you put the puzzle together, and you've got a beautiful barn that looks like it was built on site. Now, the challenge on this property was building it to net zero, which means it basically has to be so tight, so well insulated, and uh, so perfectly heated um, that it essentially makes all the energy it needs to operate that involved a lot of different types of insulation i want to ask you about that because i I think it's unusual to see spray foam you use two different types of spray foam open and close open and close out and then you had stone wool insulation stone wool or rock wool insulation which uh actually i love that insulation i mean think of it it's it's basically rock right spun into a fiber Yeah, molten rock right yeah (laughs) and 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 you it's a great insulation for sound deadening for insulation and it's water resistant well, yeah. so if it gets wet, it's going to dry out. Now, you guys use a technique called warm blanket on the exterior walls. What does that mean? Well, that's where you take the insulation, the, the stone wool insulation, right. or you can also use rigid foam, and you apply it to the exterior surface of the building. So you frame the building. In this case, we had the old building. We had to deal with the conventional walls. Right. Those were spray foamed. On the outside of the sheathing, you have to put a thermal barrier because you have to worry about the thermal bridging of the structure when it when it meets that different insulation. So, in other words, it could be some transfer of different temperature from the actual stud. Mm-hmm. And so you got to worry about condensation forming on the inside of the outside insulation, if that makes sense. No, in it the does. center of that yeah. sandwich. Right. So, in other words, you're putting something like a... Um, it's, it's called like a house wrap that you put mm-hmm. on before you put your insulation on. It's like a rain screen. So yeah. if any, any condensation should occur, 
in between that insulation, it will run down and not damage the sheathing. And, but essentially, it has to be completely thermally separated from Correct. one side to the yeah. other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's almost like when you're building sound deadening buildings, you put separate walls and they never touch. The same idea here. Right. You have, but you're thermally separating everything so you, you can sheathe that insulation. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. That's the trick. Now, you also had to install the solar array, which is on this building, mm -hmm. and you also have a beautiful wood shingle roof here. Now, wood shingle roofs, if they're not done right, and I've seen an awful lot of them, I know you have too, they rot like crazy. So they rot fast if they're not. You, you, have to, you have to think of that. A wood shingle today is not like a wood shingle it was, say, 50 to 100 years ago. Right. The wood that you get from lumber is really farmed trees, younger right. trees, because all the big old tight Grain trees are gone. So yeah. now the wood will absorb moisture and so on down the line. So what you would do years ago, you would have what is called skip sheathing. And right. Basically, it's like strapping the roof with spacing between it so the air could get underneath the roof shingle and dry them from underneath and from the sun up top. A wood roof is like a wooden boat. It has to get saturated with water, swell tight to the joints, and then it becomes waterproof. Yep. The shingle itself is actually wet. And if it's laying on sheathing without any air under yep. it, it rots from the underside yep. out. Yeah. So you have to put some type of a breather underneath it. Right. And there's all kinds of systems like a cedar breather right. and so on down the line. Benjamin Adekwe makes yep. one. You roll it out on the roof. It, create, it creates a bed of air for that shingle to set on and actually adds more light. And, and if you do shingle. it right, then you can get... 20, 30, 40 years out of it. Yeah, right? hopefully you yeah. get 40 years out yeah. of it. Yeah. That's, that's the key impressive. is if you do it right. All right, yeah. Tom Silva, another amazing job here with this net zero house. Yeah. Hey, I can't wait to see what happens for the next 35 years of the show, huh? Yeah, me, me too. <laughs> Are you <laughs> celebrating uh, the 40th anniversary, 40th yeah. season anniversary? 40 big years. On the show for over 35 years. Congratulations. Thanks, Tom. All it's right. always good to be here. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show coming to you from the set of the 40th season of TV's This Old House. You can watch the progress as it happens on your local PBS station or follow along online at thisoldhouse.com, hashtag TOH Jamestown. And for the answer to your home improvement questions, call us now at 888-MONEY-PIT presented by HomeAdvisor.com. The fast and easy way to find a home service pro you can trust. You can read reviews, compare prices, and book appointments online all for free. I'm Tom Kreitler. I'll be back with more from Jamestown, Rhode Island after this. You live in a money pit. The Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Whether it's minor repairs or major remodels, leave it to HomeAdvisor to do the work. Check out HomeAdvisor.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler coming to you today from Jamestown, Rhode Island, where I'm pleased to be on site with the entire cast of this old house as they wrap production on this, their 40th season. And if all this talk of home remodeling has you thinking about your next project, you can call in your home improvement question now to 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Well, the heart of every home is the kitchen, and that's where meals get prepared and homework gets done, and guests always love to hang out. And the cabinetry in this kitchen was made by the craftsman at Plain and Fancy Custom Cabinetry. And Brian Yawn, I was looking at your website, and I found it pretty interesting that you guys make every single cabinet by hand. Is that true? That is absolutely true. Yes, in the heart of Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's a it, the work here is just spectacular. So, what's the Thank process you. like? I mean, 
obviously cabinets come in standard sizes, but you guys basically cut the parts and put them all together by hand and, and, mm-hmm. and are kind of supervising that process the whole way? Yes, absolutely. Uh, we make cabinets that plain and fancy to the 16th of an inch, mm-hmm. so there is no real standard size for us. Huh. Uh, we make our own doors and drawers. We make all of our cabinetry, whether it be European frameless cabinets or traditional framed inset cabinets. I think a lot of um, folks don't realize um, how mass-produced most kitchen cabinets are. Exactly. And there's a lot of trade-offs in that process. That that is true. Uh, We are what I like to call a local custom cabinet shop on steroids. (laughs) Um, We uh, do some production-minded work, but we are also very custom, a lot of hands-on work. Uh, We do a lot of custom cabinetry for any room of the house that a lot of other companies really don't want to touch. All right. So let's say uh, you're hearing this program, you're thinking about uh, redoing your kitchen, you know, blank slate. Um, How do you tell folks to get started with that process? Uh, Basically, we have a network of professional kitchen and bath designers across the United States of America. Uh, They can go to our designers and they will talk to them about colors, woods, style, contemporary, traditional, whatever it is, and try to narrow down what their goal is for their project. So that's really the place to start. Once that's done, we're the manufacturer. We take those plans and create an order and build it exactly to their specifications. What's unique about the kitchen that you built here in the Jamestown house? Well, it's quite unique. Uh, We're using a transitional door style. That's actually the name of it. And it's done in very precise, equal-size panels. Mm -hmm. That would be the maple white painted part of the kitchen. A lot of the rest of the cabinetry in the house is a rift-cut white oak which is one of the hottest woods going right now right. In, in the custom market. We have done some blue mudroom cabinetry, mm-hmm. and we also did uh, all the vanities in the house. So it was very good design, very easy for us to make it to fit right. um, and make it look like uh, the customer wanted. So we're, we're very proud of it. It looks fantastic. Yeah, it looks, it, looks, it looks really great. So what are some of the mistakes that folks make, do you think, when they start to plan a kitchen? Where do people go wrong and then live to regret it for many years well, in that kitchen? Yeah, I think a lot of times um, people tend to get caught up in trends. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they will pick something trendy, and then they'll find themselves five, ten uh, years down the yeah. road still living in the same house with no plans to move, <laughs> yeah. uh, thinking about do, doing it again. Yeah. I think a lot of times people tend to uh, get wrapped up in countertops and appliances. And right. That takes a lot of their budget, and they end up spending not the money they should for the quality of cabinet they need to last them a lifetime. Right. And a lot of times uh, they do have buyer's regret in that case. So careful planning, working with designers is going to give you a kitchen you can be proud of for many, many years. Brian Yawn from Plain and Fancy Cabinets. Thank you so much for stopping by the Money Pit. Great advice. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show coming to you from Jamestown, Rhode Island and the set of the 40th season of TV's This Old House. I'm Tom Kreitler and I want to extend a very special thank you for the entire This Old House team for welcoming us here today. If you'd like to learn more about the Jamestown House Project or the Generation Next Initiative, visit thisoldhouse.com or follow at thisoldhouse on Twitter and Facebook hashtag TOH Jamestown. I'm Tom Kreitler. Remember, you can do it yourself, but you don't have to do it alone. You live in a body pit.